warning 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 in this episode of the mystic access podcast chris kim and possibly lisa use trigger phrases that can activate either amazon or google smart speakers therefore it is recommended that you turn off your speakers always listening function as Mystic Access is not responsible for anything that your smart speaker decides to either purchase or melt down. Thank you. Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Mystic Access Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Kim. And I'm Lisa. And we just wanted to take a moment and wish and hope that everybody is safe during these uh, hurricanes that have been going on in uh, Houston and Florida. Yeah, it's crazy. So many of us are under states of emergency right now. I know we are, even though, at least I think we still are, even though Irma has moved west significantly and we're not going to get nearly the impact that we originally thought. But next couple of days could be a little dicey here, but certainly not anything compared to what Florida is getting at this moment as we are recording. It's just beginning to roll in there. So our thoughts and our hearts are with you guys and everyone cleaning up in Houston. It's just a mess. Most definitely. It's really hard. And I think for those of us who are blind, at least, you hear this stuff on the news and you really don't get it. Friday actually marks the, this is me pausing because I can't do math, sixth year anniversary of the flood that hit my area in 2011. And at that time, I lost most everything. But the thing that really kind of I didn't get until I lived through it was how pervasive the damage was. You think, okay, everything gets full of water and it just has to dry out. Well, no, because it gets full of river water or groundwater, so it is dirty water. There can be a lot of mold. Things don't just dry out. For example, my mattress and box spring had to be thrown out the paneling on the walls had to be removed because the insulation inside, even after a week or two, was just wringing, sopping wet from water. And so I don't think we really get the full grasp sometimes of what's involved until we've been through it, experienced it. And so we truly do empathize and sympathize with those who are going through it. It's really true. And while I didn't have that experience of losing everything, I know when Francis came through here in 04, similar things were happening here. Just the local devastation with all the flooding and bridges washing out and roads washing out and just so much localized horror over just all the flooding and remnants of that really strong hurricane that we were getting through here. So it's very true that if you haven't experienced something like it personally it's very difficult to get a grasp on what is actually going on so there are plenty of places fortunately like the red cross for instance that are making really powerful strides and big differences so obviously if you can afford to do whatever you can in your own way to support those people going through this right now i know it's very deeply appreciated and felt by everyone who is dealing with it so to transition from that 
and look ahead and look forward and maybe look back a little bit. We want to talk free classes. Yay! Yeah. And these are so much fun, I think. I would hope, we would hope that they're fun to attend, but they're also fun to present. And I'm feeling pretty lucky because I actually have two of them in a row. Last month, I did a comparison of the Vario Ultra 20 and the Orbit Reader 20. So that was, I think, well attended and well received and hope it was a good resource for you. Probably right about the time that this podcast comes out, give or take a little bit, we will know what is new from Apple for the coming year. And so on September 28th, we are going to have a class about what is new for Apple Watch. A lot of places cover the iOS devices, iPhone, iPod Touch, iPad, etc. And there isn't always as much coverage of the watch. And there has been some interest, especially since we produced the Apple Watch tutorial. So you might wonder, all right, should I attend this class? And if you have an Apple Watch, or if you think you might want one, maybe you don't know then this class would be a good one for you to attend. If you are one of those people that says, this is a lot of hype and I will never get an Apple Watch, then maybe this isn't the class for you. But if you're at all curious, we do hope you will attend. As I said, it's going to be on Thursday, the 28th of September. And there is a very handy dandy way for you to get more information about when the class will be, where it will be, what will be covered, and that is to subscribe to our list, our MA Teleseminars list, and you can do that from the main page of Mystic Access. Yes, the direct URL to get to the page to subscribe is mysticaccess.com slash teleclasses, T-E-L-E-C-L-A-S-S-E-S. You can get there directly from there. And there is an email address edit field where you will drop in your email address and you should be able to subscribe. If you do have problems, please contact us. What we really are happy about now is that we're doing a much more versatile solution for joining classes. We're using the Zoom platform so you can join via Mac, PC, via the phone, which you could do previously, and also via iOS or Android. So there are lots of different ways to join our classes. I'm really looking forward to this one, Lisa. And I looked forward to the last one too, because having a Vario Ultra 20, it's fun to kind of find out the differences between that and the Orbit. But I must say, in terms of the Apple Watch, I was one of those people who thought it was hype before I heard your tutorial. And then I just really wanted one. (laughs) So if you're skeptical, just come on and, and hang out and see maybe if you too will change your mind from being an absolute skeptic to going, I think I want one. So it's going to be fun either way. Yeah. And they're going apparently, if you can believe the rumors, which I don't know if you can or not, Yeah, but it's rumored that they're going to announce a new watch. And on a personal level, I do not expect that I will get one. And even if I did, which is unlikely, I know I wouldn't have it for the class. However, I will have done significant amounts of research and we'll be able to talk about what the new watch has to offer and why you might or might not want it. So I think that's going to be a lot of fun. You know, one question we've been asked a lot about classes is when someone says, I can't make it that night. Will there be a download? We do. And the plan- answer is oh. yes for if you're on the list. <laughs> you know, if you're on our list, then a download is generally available to those of you who are on 
our teleclasses mailing list. Yes. And generally it will be made available to you about a week or so after the original class. That gives us time if we need to clean up, if we need to do anything with it, make any changes, we can do that and then get it out to you. And just one important thing to note about these class recording download links. How you download a class may differ a little bit depending on which internet browser you are using. So that's just something to keep in mind. If you're downloading in Chrome, for instance, you're going to have a totally different experience than if you download in IE. So you just need to know how your particular browser, your favorite browser of choice, works in terms of how you download these recordings. They are in MP3 format, so you can play them on your computer, on your stream, on your MP3 player of choice, on your Braille Note Touch, you know, wherever you want to play them should be very easy to do so. But the trick sometimes is just getting that download to occur. And I just did want to mention that that does differ from browser to browser. Speaking of classes, I just want to thank everyone who is part of our current WordPress, your website, your way, site building class. It is so much fun to teach this class. We've already received a tremendous amount of happy feedback from our class participants, which is very gratifying for me because I've never taught a class quite like this before. And it's just a lot of fun. Now, for those of you who are sad and disappointed that you aren't in this particular session of class, have no fear. If you go to the website right now, and we will put this link in. I know we mentioned this last time on the podcast as well, but we have gotten so much feedback about it that it is worth mentioning again. There is a waiting list available for the class. So what you will need to do is you will find a button up toward the top of the class info on the class page that says out of stock, and then there's a link that says add to waiting list, something close to that. When you click on that, there is an edit field that appears that allows you to enter your email address to be placed on our waiting list so you'll be the first to know when registration has opened up for the next live session of this class. And this class is the WordPress class, correct? Yes. Yes, this is the WordPress class. And currently, this is only being taught live. So for the foreseeable future, there will be more live sessions. I'm probably going to offer one again probably in January so, or you know, beginning in late January. So if you are interested, that's probably when registrations will open for the next version. This is just a class that because of what it covers, it's really better to have that interactive Q&A aspect to the class. So it doesn't work so well necessarily as a home study or a tutorial. It's much better as a class live format just because you're going to get more out of it. And obviously we've thought long and hard about this before making that kind of decision. I'm not saying this won't change in future, but that's currently how it stands. Now, one thing to note, when you click on that waitlist option, the email address might pop out at a different place on the page. So I encourage you to explore your page. Someone asked me about this recently and I added them to the waiting list. And I think the email address for me, and I don't remember if I was using Chrome or Firefox at that time, but I was pretty sure I was using NVDA and the email address popped up at the top of the page. <laughs> so sometimes it just bears a little bit of exploration to find out where this edit field is or this form field. So you might just wanna scroll around on the page and find the email address field, type in your email address, and you'll receive an email saying, hi, you're on the waiting list. So you'll be able to find out information about when the next session is offered. Just one caveat to this, which is this does not subscribe you to the next session of class. These are paid classes. Tons of work goes into them. So these aren't free. You aren't guaranteed a spot just by signing up for the waitlist, but you will get first crack at signing up and registering for the next paid session of this class. 
the next thing that we wanted to talk about is multi-room music. This is so cool, and it's gotten me in so much trouble. <laughs> For those that have multiple Echo devices and even multiple Google Home devices or Google, yeah, Google Home, and with Google Home, you can have cast speakers in the mix, or you can also have the audio Chromecast in the mix. So what this allows you to do is play the same thing on multiple devices with no echo whatsoever. Sometimes if you're streaming, say you're in your kitchen and you tell your echo to play a station and then you go into the living room and tell that echo to play the same thing, there is an echo for lack of a better word. And it's kind of disturbing because you can hear that echo and it's not playing at the same time. Well, Amazon recently introduced this multi-room music playing feature that Google has actually had for quite some time. And it plays the stream at the same time. So you are listening to the same thing on all of your devices within your group. And so how this really works is you set up a group and you tell the group what devices that you want in that group. So if you have like a downstairs and an upstairs, you have different echoes on the different floors. You might not want it to play in the upstairs group when you're on the downstairs group. So you would add your echoes within your downstairs group and you would tell it to play on that group and it would just play. Now, one thing to note about this is that Right now, the only things you can put in your group are dots, echoes, and shows. You can't use this with taps. Fire TV doesn't work with it, and your Fire tablets don't work with it. So those options aren't available at this point to put into groups. But if you have big echoes, if you have little dots, and if you have shows, those can be put into your groups. Now, you can have a group with, you know, say two of your dots or all of your echoes, or two of your echoes and one of your dots, or whatever you happen to have, you can really customize these groups. And when you create them, it gives you a list of names that you can use for your group, like bedroom, basement, upstairs, downstairs, everywhere, hallway, just a whole bunch of different ones. You'll go into settings, and you'll tap on multi-room music, I believe. It's, and under, then, home, it's under home automation. So you go into settings, home automation, groups, select multi music room something like that it's self-explanatory when you get to that point and then, and then you'll add a group right and that's how you create the group with google home it was quite frankly much easier than it was with the echo i found the experience doing google home much better once i figured out how to do it the other thing that's really cool is with both google home and with the amazon products, you can create a custom name for your groups, which I particularly like because I want a name that I like. <laughs> I don't want it to be called bedroom or kitchen or whatever it happens to be. So I like that you can create a custom name for your group. And then obviously there are trigger words that you say that both Google and Amazon's products, I'm not going to say her name, will respond to so that you can then play your music in multiple rooms. So let's... So sh- let's show how this works. Oh goody, can I go first since we're talking about Alexa? <laughs> sure. Okay, I'll go first, and I'm just going to walk over here to give you a better idea as to what you're going to hear. Alexa, volume five. I'm just turning this one up. Alexa, play Pandora on the Buttercup group. Getting the last Pandora station you listen to, Blackmore's Night Radio, playing on the Buttercup group. So I call my group Buttercup. Don't ask. (laughs) 
I like yellow when I like buttercups. So my group is called Buttercup because it makes me smile. And actually what's happening is this song is being played on two different devices. It's being played on my Echo and it's being played on my Dot in my office. Now, one thing you can do that's really cool is Alexa. Next. Alexa, next. And sometimes it takes just a second to move to the next track. Now, one thing you can do, and I'm going to actually walk into my office because I want you to hear that, in fact, it's playing on two devices. And I don't know if you can hear this, but I'm standing next to my little table next to my desk. Yes, and the dot can. is playing. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I can say, Alexa, volume eight. Alexa, volume 10. So it's only my dot that is turned up. However, if I wanted to, I can say, Alexa, volume eight on Buttercup Group. And the one in the other room, the big echo, went up. And I'm walking back that direction. Now I'm back in here. Alexa. Alexa. Next. She's louder, so she doesn't listen as well. And there she is. Now, a couple things to note. Alexa. Alexa. <laughs> this may have been a mistake. Alexa stop so the group has stopped so now if i say alexa play music here's a station you might like gary stadler from amazon music playing on the buttercup group once again she's playing on the buttercup group if you want her to stop playing on the buttercup group you would say alexa stop buttercup so it takes a second. Now if I say, Alexa, play TuneIn. Getting the last TuneIn station you listen to, Sleep Radio. Alexa, volume three. Alexa, stop. She was not playing that on Buttercup Group because I told her to stop playing Buttercup. Now remember, Buttercup is just my custom name. You can call yours. I think you've got like 128 characters. Just one thing to note. Sometimes if you make your group name a little wordy, I have one called Yellow Butterfly. She really wasn't into Yellow Butterfly. It was a really cute name, but she just wasn't into it. I couldn't get things to play. However, I must say she's working a little better now than she was previously. That could be because I changed the name to Buttercup. When I had her called Office, when I just used one of the pre-selected names and chose it and had it called Office, she didn't work very well either. <laughs> so she's doing much better now. So those are some of the commands that you can use. What I like is you can turn your devices up separately or you can turn up the entire group. I specifically like separately because if you have a dot and an echo in your group, like I do, your dot at level 10 and your echo are going to sound significantly different. So... That's something that's cool. Now, one quick thing I want to mention before we show Google Home doing multi-room music. If you have a remote, 
for one or more of your group devices. And you can have multiple groups. But if you have a remote, you can't use it while you're playing music on a group. So that's a little disappointing. You can't turn your volume up and down, nor can you make requests using the button on your remote, nor can you pause or play. That is correct. Now, Google Home does not have a remote, so I need to go into my office because I have a Google Home actually upstairs and I have one downstairs. And again, you add them to the group, same thing. You give it a name or you select from one of their pre-set names, should you wish, and everybody's happy. Hey, Google, set the volume to eight. Hey, Google, play music on Echo Bass. Sure, music from Google Play Music, playing on Echo Bass. Hey Google, what is this? This is Across the Universe of Time by Haley Westenra. Are you sure you're not listening to one of my stations? <laughs> I'm listening to music. <laughs> it sounds like you're starting to imbibe in some of my playlists. So That's now, crazy. if I go upstairs, I'm actually physically walking up the stairs, and there we go. There is the upstairs Google Home playing the same thing as the downstairs Google Home. Hey Google, set the volume to nine on Echo Bass. Now they both are set to nine. And we can hear Haley much more prominently now. Yes. So this now is her I, upstairs. So now if I go back downstairs, it's too bad there's not a stereo effect or something. But Well, now, she is kind of stereo. You've got one upstairs and one yes, downstairs. No, but I'm talking about for you guys to hear it. So now we're downstairs, and there is the Google Home that's playing in the office. I think what's so important, though, is that we didn't really stop hearing her from, from the time that you turned her up to nine, at least right. I didn't, to when you right. got back downstairs. Right, exactly. Now, you can do individual volume adjustments, too, can't you? Yes. Hey, Google, set the volume to four. So now the downstairs volume is set to four, and it's very unhearable for you guys. <laughs> yes, it is. Now, you go back upstairs. I'm sure you can hear it right now. I can hear her now. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So now it's playing on the, still playing at volume nine. I'm still wrapping my head around Chris listening to Haley Weston. Right? Yeah, tell me about it, right? That's why I said <laughs> I think he's digging into my music. <laughs> and we're back to that storm that's coming. That's what must be responsible for it all. Yeah, I'm I know, thinking. right? <laughs> yes, probably. So let's do this then. We are going to go back to Google Home here. Hey, Google, stop. It'll be Sarah Brightman next. Alexa, <laughs> play music on Echo Bass. Here's a station you might like. All ladies, please. All ladies. Okay, that's much more Chris-like. I feel a little better. So now it's playing. I can't hear it. Turn it up. What are we listening to? Alexa, set the volume <laughs> to five on Google. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem with having these multiple things. This is a blooper you guys get to hear. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Alexa, <laughs> set the volume to five on Echo Bass. 
you can't do that. <laughs> to every parent who has called their child by the wrong name, we now feel your pain. We now feel your pain. Yes. He's trying to change his Google volume on it works. What do you mean it worked? <laughs> it's volume five. But you said A-L-E-X-A. I know. I'm playing with Alexa. Oh, you said on Google Base. No, Echo Base. Oh. I've got the same... <laughs> Group You've got name. the same group name on both? Well, yes. that's confusing. Not for me. <laughs> well, you confused uh, us. I'm the yeah. one that has to use it, not you. <laughs> okay, we didn't know what you were doing. We thought yes. you were, yeah. No, I just wanted to show that it could be, be done for both. And I was using the same group name so that I wasn't confused when I was talking to Google and <laughs> Google to play on something else and then getting myself <laughs> Confused. It's bad enough when you call them the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah. I just today ordered a big Echo because there was a very good price on them. And so I will be able to set up multi-room music. And I think when I do, my group name is going to be something like, group names are pointless. Yeah, <laughs> Or much. something funky kind of like that. Like I said, just be careful. You have to be careful. Yeah, yeah, the more oh, worthy I know. you are, the more she's going to have serious issues i like playing with words in ways that aren't obvious for example my alarm my alarm on my iphone that goes off during the week sounds very generic it's called weekdays but i have it spelled week d-a-z-e so i like it i will probably come up with something like that for my multi-room music group just yes for, for fun that will be loads of fun and interesting and exciting. I also like the fact that I, I assume you can do this with Google too. Since I only have one Google home, I can't test this, but I assume that just as you can with A-L-E-X-A doing multi-room, that if you're having multi-room playing, you can still ask one of them the time or the yes, temperature. Yes, you can. Or what yep, have you. Absolutely. That's cool. The implementation from what I'm seeing seems to be about the same between the two different products. Like, you know, you can individually set volumes or you can mass set volumes or you can talk to the one and have the other ones continue playing along. So it's, yeah, it's very cool. I love it. I knew it was going to get me in trouble because I'm such a music junkie to begin with. And when this came out, I mean, I remember when it cost you $5,000 to be able to have your whole house do like you know, multi-room whole house music playing and when it was yep. incredibly yep. expensive. And now, yep. you know, if you wanted to get two or three dots, you paid like 150 bucks and put them all over your house. You know, one in your kitchen, one upstairs in the bedroom and one kind of in the midpoint downstairs or on the stairwell or, you know, if you have like a table by your stairwell or something. Um, oh, that would be neat. Yeah. yeah wouldn't that be cool? Fun acoustics. Exactly. Yeah, like yeah that. that would be a blast. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very cool. So just to give you guys an idea of how this works. Yeah, it's very exciting. We're quite tickled with it. For those of you who are lucky enough to be watching QVC today, and you won't be able to enjoy this during the podcast, unfortunately, but right now as we're recording this on Sunday, the 10th of September, 2017, QVC has their today's special value is a big echo for $74. Yes, that is not me screwing up the price. <laughs> you're saving over 100 bucks on Amazon's price, plus you're getting two free months of Amazon Music and two free Audible books. So insanity so we've all bought echoes this morning <laughs> yes speaking Crazy. of insanity on the previous podcast i was giving chris a hard time for multiple echo disorder and 
Yeah, well, let's just yeah. move on now. Let's just move on. Let's move, move on. on. Let's move yeah. on. Let's move yeah. on. He's still going to out-echo us, though. You know that. Like, he's still oh, yeah. going to have twice the echoes that we have. So it's all good. And that's, okay. that's A-okay. Yeah. yeah. We, can still, we can still find reasons to pick on Chris. It's Absolutely. Good yes. He's outnumbered by the women on this podcast. That's just the way it works. Actually, you know, that's not usually the norm. It is not. We are no. we are in our own little world here. It's exciting. Yes, we're, we're ahead of the curve. That's right. We're ahead of the curve. <laughs> that is right. That is exciting. Speaking of women in particular, but men can enjoy this too. Just because this is a very quick demo, I want to provide a quick Kim's beauty tip secret or whatever I decided to call this piece of podcast. Recently, you may remember I showed my Pop Sonic Mister, and some of you really enjoyed that particular segment on our podcast, which I'm very happy about. That was a lot of fun. So today I'm going to show you something a little different. This is called a Clarisonic Mia, and it's Mia just like a woman's name, like Mia Farrow, M-I-A. And there was a first-generation Mia, as there are with so many things, and a Mia too. I have the first-gen Mia, and I'm going to explain the differences to you. But let me first tell you what this is. This is by a company called Clarisonic, and it is, as you may guess from the name, a sonic device. This is a sonic facial device, and men and women can use it, Certainly, anyone can use it because it's gentle enough. But what it is, is it's about, oh, I'd say maybe six inches long, maybe a little less, maybe more like five. It's round at one end. And then as you move down the device, it tapers. And then you have a little handle that you hold on to. It has a brush on it. And basically, this is a device to remove makeup, to put on your cleansers, to wash your face with, and it gets like five or six times the makeup off that you would use if you were just using a washcloth to wash your face. It really helps with keeping your face smooth and youthful and just feeling really, really good and in tip-top shape. You can get multiple colors. When I link this in the podcast, I'm going to give the QVC link because you can often get lots more colors in this. Mine's a pink one. They've had, over the years, different values and different colors and different things. You can get floral ones, and I don't know what's currently available on QVC. I'm just going to have to link to whatever's there. But you can get floral ones. You can get leopard ones. You can get zebra. I mean, there's lots of different things. And you can get solids as well. So you can kind of pick your color that you would like. These range about 120 bucks. However, if that seems a little pricey to you, it is worth me telling you that I've had mine for probably six years now, maybe a little more than that, and I've never had a day's issue out of it. Now, there are a few reasons why I'm including it in Kim's Beauty Secrets. I think the accessibility of this, and you're thinking, accessibility of a facial sonic device, Kim. I don't understand that, but you will in a moment. So basically what you do with this, let's say you've had your makeup on, you've had a long day, ladies in particular, and I'm speaking to you at the moment at least. You'll come home, you'll wet your face, you'll put your cleanser on and you will use this to run the brush very gently you don't have to put any pressure on all over your face and you will turn this device on first it's rechargeable so you only have to charge it once every week or two you can probably use it twice a day once in the morning to do your morning cleanse before putting on your serums and moisturizers and makeup and once in the evenings when you are cleansing your face so if you want to use it more than that you certainly can you certainly can use it multiple times a day without having any negative effects so what you'll do is you'll run this brush over your face. It has a one-minute timer, essentially, before it turns itself off. And that will help you remove your makeup. And then if you just want to rinse your face, probably with a washcloth or what have you, just to get the remnants of your cleanser off that you put on, you can either put it directly on the brush on your Mia, or you can put it on your face directly, whichever you prefer. 
and then you can wash it off. So basically what I like about this is it gets your face extraordinarily clean. That way your makeup works better, but your skincare also works better. Your moisturizers, your serums, your cleansers, your exfoliants, whatever. Speaking of exfoliants, one thing you can't do with this is put on an exfoliant and then use the little brushes because it'll get stuck inside those little brushes. The brushes are kind of like a toothbrush. I mean, they work on this Sonic machine. So just like with your Sonic toothbrush or with your regular toothbrush, you want to replace these brushes once every three to four months or thereabout. And you will obviously just rinse these thoroughly in hot water after you finish your facial regime in the mornings and at night and then just let them dry out. They don't grow mold or anything nasty like that. Obviously, just don't leave them wet. Rinse them out and then just kind of flick the water out of the bristles. They have different types of brushes that you can get for these. There are brushes for sensitive skin. There are, I think, like pore brushes that are specifically supposed to, you know, help you get more stuff out of stuck in places, <laughs> pores and things on your face. There are your regular brushes. So there are different types of brush heads that you can get. There's bigger Clarisonics as well. So the Mia, think of her as kind of being the little sister. And then there are bigger ones that you can use on your whole body. But primarily what you see are the Mia 1s and Mia 2s. And as I said, you can get them in lots of different colors. If you want to take the brush on and off, the brush has little nibs essentially if you put your fingers on the bristles and then move down you're going to find multiple little places where you can kind of get a finger hold on them and there are multiples of these across the brush i really don't know how to describe them exactly but there are six of them i believe if i'm counting properly on my brush so you can put your fingers kind of against two of them and then twist to the left and don't know how much of that you could hear, but I essentially just took my brush off and it swivels a little bit when you take it off, just allowing you to kind of turn it. It just turns a little. If I want to put it back on, I'll just put it against the front of the round portion on the Mia and give it a twist. You can hear it snap into place. I just twisted it to the right with the help of those little nibs on the brush where my fingers kind of got a hold. And then I was able to put my brush back on. So removing brushes, putting on new brushes is a very simple thing. But the accessibility portion of this, for one thing, sonic cleansing is so good for your face. But to make it really accessible, I think, is very nice, too. And this one is really nice. Let me show you why. Every couple weeks, you'll want to charge this. It's a magnetic charger. So down on the end of the handle, with your brush bristles facing up, and they're very soft bristles. So don't be, like, terrified by the fact that I'm saying, brush, what? But they're very soft bristles on the brush. They're kind of velvety when you touch them. If you have your brush bristles facing up toward the ceiling, and you move your hand down the front, you'll find a little rubber button, and that's what you press to turn it on, and then move your hand down, and you'll feel kind of that round, smaller spot, and you may have heard that because my magnet got really close to it. There's a magnetized place on here where you put your charger, and when you do, you hear that little vibration sound. That tells you that, yes, you have connected your charger, and it is charging. So you can leave it plugged up for, I usually do it overnight when I know I need the charger. But how do I know that? Well, we'll get to that in a second. So I leave her plugged up overnight, and I call her her because she is a Mia. It's kind of like A-L-E-X-A, <laughs> some kind of thing in my head. <laughs> so I generally call her her. <laughs> but when you take the charger away, take the little magnetic piece off, again, you hear the sound saying, I've taken it off of the charger. Now, the charger just plugs into a standard wall outlet, and then it's got this other little end. It's kind of a little flat end, and it curves inward where you put it against the device, the Mia device. If you're using this, if you have a regular first-gen Mia, and I don't even know if they sell these anymore, the first-gens, but mine has worked so well, I haven't been able to justify buying a second-gen Mia. The first-gen Mia just runs for a minute, and it vibrates. There's only one speed, then you just move it across your face to 
help your cleanser to soak in and to remove your makeup. And you just move it all over your face, cheeks, forehead, nose, between your eyebrows, all these places, neck, chin, decollete, wherever you would like to move this around. And it worked for a minute and it turns itself off. So I'm going to show you. I'm just going to turn it on. We're going to pretend I have wet my brush. You would wet your brush a little bit. You would put your cleanser either directly on your brush or on your face. And then you would turn this on by mashing this little rubber button. And that's the sound that you hear. And these bristles are moving at lightning speed. I don't know the exact number, but it's thousands of movements a second. You can't feel them move, but there's a definite vibration when you're holding this in your hand. And you just run it very gently across your skin. You don't have to press down. And she runs. Now, if you have a second generation Mia, every few seconds, it's going to change. It's going to make a beat. So you'll know to move to your other cheek or your chin or your forehead. So it kind of, just like with a sonic toothbrush, will have you show the different quadrants of your mouth where to move to. This will do something similar if you have a second generation Mia. And you'll move her across your face. And it will beep at you every couple seconds. So we're going to wait for this to go off. And you can hear it's very soft. doesn't make a lot of noise but it definitely vibrates very quite strongly in your hand. And we're going to see how charged mine is. I think mine's very charged, so I, yep, we're not going to hear any extra sound. If mine were running dead, when you heard that toward the end where it stopped right there, you would have heard, or, in other words, it's saying, I'm losing charge. I'm losing more charge. I'm losing more charge. And eventually you would turn it on and realize it was completely dead because it wouldn't come on at all. So it actually tells you, via those little vibrations, via those little beeps, and I'm just putting mine back on the charger so you can hear that, how dead it is getting. <laughs> so I love that. You know, if you hear it beep once at the end, oh, you know, you got a few more times before you need to charge it. If you hear it twice, uh, you should probably charge it pretty soon. If you hear it three times, you're probably running pretty low towards the time where you need to charge it. So I love that. I love the accessibility. I know it costs a little more, but what I like about it is the fact that I've had not an ounce of trouble out of it in six years. I use it twice a day regularly, and I feel like my skin is much, much better as a result of having used it with this sonic technology, and I just feel like it's kept my skin younger longer, which, when you're getting, beginning to get my age, <laughs> that is becoming more and more important. <laughs> so I really like it. I thought it was worth sharing with you guys because of its ease of use, of its accessibility features that I think of as accessibility features anyway. And just the fact that it's a very cool little device that I feel from years of experience using it does a very, very good job in helping my face to stay at its optimal health. One thing to note before I, before I finish this little discussion is of course it is waterproof. So if you want to take it and leave it in your shower, you can do that as well. You can use it for your face. The bigger Clarisonic units can also be used for your body. I also think with the second generation Mia, she has two speeds. So you can choose. Do you want her to vibrate at this speed or at this speed? I'm not going to swear to that, however, but the one that I'm linking to in the show notes is probably going to be a second gen Mia. But I just wanted to share this in the Kim's Beauty Secrets because I personally love it. I think it would be very easy for any of you to use with or without any vision at all. And I really love just the fact that when I know it's running down, it's going to tell me with those vibrations. It just makes it worth it to me. Okay, well, after that wonderful demonstration, I just wanted to thank all of you for listening to the podcast. One thing I did want to mention, though, and we are in the process of getting this operational, is that in the show notes, if we link to an Amazon product, we talk about an Echo, we link to the Amazon Echo, we have the affiliation link now. So if you were to buy it from the show notes, then we would get compensation. So I just wanted to 
bring that up. Yes, and this will be mentioned on the site for legal compliance, but we are Amazon Associates now, so if you click on anything that is an Amazon link from us, more than likely we are getting a very itty-bitty small commission for you having done so. So thanks very much for supporting us in that way. Every little bit goes toward hosting and helping us to cover our costs for podcasting and domain registrations and all the plug-in fees and all the things that we do to make our site our site. <laughs> so thank you for supporting us. And have a good evening. Bye. 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 The preceding podcast is a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. To contact us, please visit www.mysticaccess.com. Call us 716-543-3323 and press 2 to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at show at mysticaccesspodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mysticaccess. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? please tell your friends and colleagues to visit us at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy what you hear on our podcasts, feel free to leave us an iTunes rating and review. We certainly appreciate those. Also, you may feel free to use our podcasts in your own RSS feed. Just be sure that all of our contact information is left intact. Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for listening. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode.